0: Fueled by Lucky Station.
1: With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. President Trump says that the latest economic numbers back up his claim that there's never been a better time to find a job or start a new career in the U.S.
2: We've created 3.7 million new jobs since the election.
0: Unemployment recently fell to its lowest rate in almost 50 years. Unemployment for Americans with disabilities has reached the lowest level ever recorded. In his weekly media address, the president said his Pledge to American Workers initiative is urging companies to trade and hire hundreds of thousands of American students.
1: Secretary of State Mike Pompeo is warning Russia, China, and others against any violation of international sanctions, sanctions I should say, against North Korea.
3: The process of achieving denuclearization North Korean, the North Korean peninsula Uh, is one that um, I think we have
0: all known would take some time.
1: And he says it is progressing well. This is SRN New.
0: Dennis Prager explains how he has gotten so wise. It was one of the greatest decisions of my life not to do homework in high school. It freed me to explore life. I didn't use that time to watch TV. they'll do some passion from woodwork to musical instrument to a foreign language to reading... My God, is that better. The Dennis Prager Show, weekdays at 11 on AM 1280, The Patriot, Intelligent Radio. AM 1280, The Patriot, Intelligent Radio for the Twin Cities on this Saturday. By now, I'm sure you've liked us on Facebook. Make sure you do that if you haven't. It's a great way to stay up to date on what's happening here at AM 1280, The Patriot. For the day today, a daytime high of right around 80 degrees. However, showers and thunderstorms off and on. Tonight, showers and thunderstorms. Some of these storms could be severe. You're looking at an evening low tonight of right around 66.
4: The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management.
0: This is the Northern Alliance Radio Network, the longest running conservative talk show in the Twin Cities. It's great to be. So Political analysis of the good, the bad, and the outright crazy. Yeah. Now, here's your headline act, Mitch Berg. Welcome back to Cities City's End World. It's the wind beneath Talks
1: the right so wing. Loud,
0: so the shining
1: of spot red. of red in the sea of dismal, dingy, institutional blue. It's the Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. My name is Mitch Berg. My blog, shotinthedark.info, going on 17 years now, dominating Twin Cities' mid-level blogs. Not one of the big ones, not one of the little ones, just one of the ones that is still there, which, of course, is is half the battle there. I'm still here. My critics are all gone, or working day jobs, kind of like me. Where was I? Oh, yeah. Uh, my blog, shotinthedark.info. I'm also found on the web at True North, which is at looktruenorth.com north.com on the world wide web. Check us out every day. It's the uh, center for center right political thought in the entire upper Midwest. The place to go if you want the, uh, if you want your opinions straight, no ice, uh, the, the good stuff straight away. Anyway, hope you can join us there as well. This is the headliner edition of the Northern Alliance Radio Network. The closer Brad Carlson heard every Sunday from 1 to 3 got his uh, first hour back here finally. Uh 1 to 3 every uh, Saturday or uh, Sunday, rather on AM 12 A the Patriot, our good friend King Banyan, of course heard every Saturday morning from 9 to 11 on our sister station AM 1440 the Businessman. Together, were the Northern Alliance Radio Network dominating Twin Cities weekend radio yeah. for 14, going on 15 years now, and that really does mean dominating Twin Cities radio for 14 or 15 years now, so stay tuned for all of that. Uh, In some way, the internet has been a very mixed blessing, and social media certainly has been the same and much more, but I have to say that we're in something of a golden age of internet satire, internet parody, and internet spoof. I mean, some of it... uh, Precedes the, the general availability of the internet. I mean, people don't seem to know the Onion. If you ever read the Onion, which is, of course is the premier parody site, the premier satire site uh, on the web today, it's been around actually since the early, I think, the late 1980s. I think I remember it used to be something you could get on paper in tabloid format around the Twin Cities, sort of like the City Pages, only worthwhile. Uh, this is—it's been around forever, and and actually, getting the onion online was one of the first cool things about having the World Wide Web on a computer back. Oh gosh, twenty years ago, I think I first discovered it twenty twenty-one years ago. Seems not nearly that long ago. <laughs> anyway, and and there's been there's been satire, there's been pointed, sort of sly, underhanded humor around the internet for that entire time. I mean, it's nothing new on the internet. But we're entering into something of a golden age of internet satire. And it's a glorious time to be alive, really, if you like satire, if you like, if you, if you like, if you like humor that is aimed at something by becoming something in a way that's so sly that the targets barely know that they're being made fun of. This is one of the greatest times to be a reader of the English language ever. I mean, The Onion started it out, and The Onion, at their best, was purely ingenious. I mean, they they dropped off a a notch or two when they moved from Wisconsin to New York, but they they, they generally kept up the pace. And in recent years, the availability of the web to allow people to distribute content for nearly no money has led to some brilliant takeoffs on the idea. I mean, if if you're all familiar with The Onion... Uh, then you should become familiar with uh, sites like Duffelblog, which is basically the onion for people in the military or who, who enjoy observing military humor. It's a parody of military news, and it's brilliant. And you should read the Babylon Bee, which is uh, a parody of Christian news or news from institutions of faith, mostly Christian. And it's brilliant. Some of the funniest stuff you'll find on the World Wide Web today. And, and, and these sites, first of all, it's, it's hilarious because every day you find some meme circulating on social media where someone has read something from The Onion or from, from Clickhole, which is a, an onion spinoff or, or from Duffelblog or from the Babylon Bee or a few other sites like it. And the satire is so subtle, so sly, so insinuative. That They don't realize it's not real news, and they will forward it as if it is, in fact, real news. And, and fools people for a while, and eventually someone says, hey, it's it's a satire site. Uh, don't take it seriously, or at least take it seriously in the right way. And it's interesting, and I think it's a, a signal moment in the history of the Internet, and quite frankly, journalism itself, that the New York Times... Has gotten on the parody bandwagon. The, the New York Times this past week uh, hired a woman named Sarah Zhang. Uh, I may not be pronouncing it carefully, and honestly, I don't care because really, the satire is the point. And this is a woman who has built a career out of tweeting things uh, that. And by the way, she's her her cover, if you will. I think it is a cover, is that she's a quote tech. Uh, technology journalist, which is kind of a contradiction in terms. Uh, technology journalism is the only field in all of journalism that rivals sports journalism in myopic, entitled stupidity. So, well, that's that's the first sign that you're dealing with with something that's not entirely on the level here. Something that is, in fact, parody. Uh, Sarah Zhang as a tech journalist, and she's got this. She, if you look around on on the uh, the the web and you find uh, as came out this past week after news of her hiring by the new york times to uh, a privileged position on her editorial board uh started to make the rounds some of the stuff uh making the rounds is proof of my premise uh, she she wrote a stuff about the a lot of stuff about the police that uh i can't say on the radio, none of it. I mean, it is all so much an FCC violation. I mean, the show would be off the air by the time we got to the break. I'm not going to go there. But she, she said some other stuff about, um, about men, especially white, well, white people, especially men. Let's just say that. Uh, I'll just run down the list here. Uh, this is a tweet from June of 2015. Anyway, my point is that we should kill all men prior to removing the state from marriage as an institution. Or, uh, a reply to someone called some of my best, uh, it's a Twitter handle. I think he's encouraging you to kill all men. Mostly it's been very, very, very funny. My favorite part was when someone pointed out, kill all bad men still kills all men, kill more men. And then she diffuses it somewhat by whispering back in 2014 whispers, I'm actually likely to kill zero men in my lifetime. Good to know. Uh, Pointing out uh, in another case, uh, by the way, passing some of her ire on to to white women. Uh, by the way, I I hope uh, Trump gets defeated. And <clears throat> the heck with I, I can't. The actual uh, verb was something I can't say on the on the radio. Let's just say the heck with white women. L O L. uh and, and there's a long twi- uh, list of such things. Basically, Sarah Zhang uh, writes in the persona of someone who. Desperately desperately hates people who are not like her, uh, specifically white people, most particularly white men, uh, especially white conservatives, especially people who aren 't part of the of the educated elite, as she refers to herself as as a member of the educated elite. I should point out that this uh, that, that, that Sarah Zhang uh, attended a private university, went to Harvard Law School. And while still in her 20s, got a prominent position in the media, uh, giving her immense amounts of exposure, a, a career sinecure, and one must imagine uh, a pretty decent income. And she spends a good chunk of her career whinging about people's privilege while working as a <coughs> tech journalist. And... A, a a lot of people on the right over this past week took some pretty intense umbrage at Ms. Zhang, at Ms. Zhang's uh, anti-male tweets, at her exceedingly vitriolic anti-police tweets, and her 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 uh, her her tweeting against basically uh, assaulting men, rhetorically speaking. The kind of stuff that, if it were written about, say, an Asian woman, would be castigated as corrosively racist and rightly so. Uh and by the way, Andrew Sullivan, my my blog father from long time ago, a former conservative, now something of a free agent intellectually speaking, uh castigated her for for writing essentially eliminationist rhetoric in her tweets. Eliminationist meaning of course uh, that's the term used for what oh I don't know Nazis want to do to Jews or, or communists want to do with Kulaks. Uh, that sort of thing. Now I'm with all due respect to my blog father, Andrew Sullivan, and to the many, 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 many other conservatives, including my friends at Hot Air and at, uh, at, at Powerline, uh, who have, who've castigated Sarah Zhang as a, well, a racist bigot. I, I have to, I have to take a knee on this one here, folks. I think that what the New York Times do- has done here deserves kudos for what I would have to call PhD-level trolling. I, I mean, just absolutely yanking the chain of, of the vast bulk of America because while many conservatives from the pages of the National Review all the way out to uh, Powerline, Hot Air, and, and of course, uh, the daily talk shows have, have castigated Ms. Zhang as a... Oh, by the way, she hates Christians, too. Hates, hates, hates Christians. Oh. I say... I beg to differ because this is not hatred of, of whites, males, Christians, the police, conservatives, people who, uh, from flyover land. None of that, no. What this is, is some PhD level trolling, some brilliant satire. Because if you read what she writes, it is the most wicked parody of every principled conservative's concept of, of big left, that rage-addled, humorless crone, obsessed with identity at the expense of all individuality, a, a obsessed with people's places in groups as opposed to people as individuals, uh, someone who is boundlessly entitled, who had lots of schooling but is completely uneducated, uh, who is a, an elitist... But with no merit, which is a contradiction in terms, a kind of person who spends a career in elite <clears throat> private universities and Harvard Law School, who, and then moves into a posh, high bil- visibility, one must imagine, highly remunerated job in the media, while still in her misbegotten 20s, yapping with no irony perceived about, quote, white privilege, end quote. This. You can take Duffelblog and the Babylon Bee and the Onion and do whatever you want because this, kudos to the New York Times, is the most brilliant parody of all time. She's yanking the left chain. Nobody could be this big of a harpy in real life. <laughs> Northern Alliance, AM 1280
3: The Patriot. We'll be right back. I'm laughing
5: air conditioning decided to make the most of them both with their state fair sale purchase a high efficiency furnace by September 3rd and you'll also get a new air conditioner starting at just $2,500 that's a whole lot of comfort and peace of mind for not a lot of money it's like ordering a tray of cheese curds and they say hey we're gonna throw in this bag of mini donuts too." win win plus knowing our weather you'll probably be needing your furnace and your AC over the next few months so don't wait to take advantage of Standard State Fair Sale and get a new air conditioner for just $2500 when you purchase a new high efficiency furnace. You can trust the experienced Nate certified technicians at Standard to get them installed perfectly. Learn more about this great State Fair Sale at standardheating.com/patriot and they'll see you at the fair. Rain or shine. Standard Heating and Air Conditioning. Comfort you deserve. Or visit our website at TwinCitiesTuitions.com.
3: What happened? You used to go hours without visiting the bathroom. Now it seems like you're constantly getting up to go. And you're even getting up at night to go. This is not okay. Listen, the makers of Super Beta Prostate, the number one prostate formula, are introducing a new wonder pill, Super Beta Prostate P3 Advanced, with three key ingredients that are great for your prostate. It's like taking three prostate supplements in one. To celebrate, we're sending free bottles to men who want to cut down on bathroom trips. Yes, your first 30-day supply is free. Pay shipping and handling. Just dial pound 250 on your mobile phone and say the keyword radio offer. Early research suggests that an ingredient in P3 Advanced may help support a normal prostate size. Combine that with a reduction in bathroom trips, and you have a formula you'd be crazy not to try. Try P3 Advanced free. Dial pound 250 on your mobile phone and say the keyword radio offer. Again, dial pound 250 and say the keyword radio offer. AM
1: 1280, The Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network. 651-289-4488 the number to call should you care to join me, and I hope you will. Also moderating the conversation on Twitter at hashtag NarnShow, N-A-R-N Show. Operators are standing by. Now, for those of you who have been listening to the show for some time, you'll, you'll know that uh, perhaps I may have been delivering that last soliloquy, the opening segment, uh, about parody and the extent to which Sarah Zhang is parody itself as parody. Don't try this at home, folks. It takes years of experience to pull that off. Of course, Sarah Zhang wasn't parody. She is as serious as a case of colon cancer and just about as pleasant, I'm told, in person. Uh, in all seriousness, Sarah Zhang is, is, is all serious, and she is, in many ways, the, the, the exposed id of the American left. And exactly what that means if you're not part of big left, if you're not part of the, quote, educated elite, uh, and, and a part of the circle that gets to write these things with impunity. Well, you'd like to think it was satire, but alas, it is not. I did have someone ask me, though, this past week as the story of Sarah Jean came out, someone, uh, messaged me, uh, via, so- via social media and said, Mitch, isn't this a, ca- a case of, Berg's seventh law. Now, for those of you who haven't been reading my blog uh, religiously for years and years, the first question is, well, why the heck not? You're, I can't, I can't take care of everything for everyone here. Uh, but in fact, the second thing I have to tell you is, well, by all means, start reading it at ShotInTheDark.info every weekday. Uh, it's, it's on the web. It's been there for a long time and it's, uh, it's, I have to say it's worth a read if I say so myself and I do say so myself. Now, one of the things that I have noted on my blog over the years is the aforementioned Berg's seventh law. The full text is the Berg's, uh, Mitch Berg's seventh law of liberal projection. And it's one of, uh, quite a number of Berg's laws that I've, I've observed over the years. I'm up to 20, uh, law uh Berg's laws at this point, and some of the i mean all of them are absolute and inviolable, and that's why they're called Berg's laws and not Berg's suggestions. Berg's seventh law, however, of liberal projection is the one that has probably gotten the most uh play off of my blog over time uh it reads. As follows, whenever a liberal, it should really be progressive, issues a group defamation or assault on conservatives' ethics, character, humanity, or respect for liberty, or the truth, they are at best projecting and at worst drawing attention away from their own misdeeds. That's the whole text of Berg's seventh law of liberal projection. And yet, if you observe the left, not liberals per se, but progressives, as Dennis Prager notes, there is a difference. I am a liberal in the classical sense of the term. Uh, progressives are not liberal. They are exceedingly authoritarian, and that's who we're talking about here. And and when you observe the actual behavior of progress, uh, progressives, especially dogmatic movement progressives, uh, you note some patterns. For example, news came out, uh, some some studies over this past year, noted that environmentalists, the people who are the most aggressive about hectoring the rest of us, the unwashed masses about the environment, tend to pollute more than the general population. And when you hear that, you may well be thinking of the likes of Leonardo DiCaprio flying a private jet to Indonesia for a conference on global warming and its man-made causes, thereby creating tons and tons and tons of carbon dioxide to go to this conference that he could have attended via webcast from his apartment in wherever he lives. Or, or perhaps Al Gore's house, his huge mansion, uh, in the, in the Nashville area, which gobbles up enough electricity to supply a small town. Uh, but it's not just the big names who are for lack of a better term, hypocrites on the issue. Uh, th- there was, I mean, th- th- the study goes all the way down, the study that was released last year, goes all the way down to not the celebrities, not the big wheels, not the one percenters on the left who hector the rest of us on the ecology but fly around in private jets and drive uh, Escalades uh, to take the kids to soccer practice. No, it's the run-of-the-mill rank-and-file uh people who, uh, on, on the right, the, the man-made global warming skeptics, all the way down to people like you and I, tend to pollute less, tend to generate less pollution, especially in terms of carbon dioxide and other uh, purportedly atmosphere warming gases, than people who support the idea of man-made global warming. And there's a reason for this. Uh, because people on the left tend to believe, and this is, this is surfaced by that study I mentioned, that, that people on the left tend to give people like them a break as long as they believe the right things. It's a matter of do what I say, not what I do. And, and this is something that, that is part and parcel of the observation of absolutely inviolably true progressive behavior that is encapsulated by Berg's seventh law. Uh, It goes on and on and on. Liberal politicians who say all the right things, do all the right things, believe all the right things, speak out vociferously against all manner of abuse of those without power who got very exceedingly disproportionately hammered for sexual harassment during the Me Too Craze last year. Yes, there were Republicans who got swept up, but you look at the big names almost to a T. Almost, I say to a T. We're talking big liberal names. Harvey Weinstein, Al Franken. The name goes on and on. Uh, these are people whose rhetoric uh, exhibited impeccable liberal credentials and counted on it. And, uh, oh, it, it, and it goes on from there. Uh pacifist liberals, people who say that that uh, that there should be that there is no real need for violence or the means to carry out violence whether as an individual with your second amendment rights or as a society, I mean we should who who needs a military in the modern world? Diplomacy should take care of all that. Who at best excuse and at worst cheer on the thugs and the thuggery of <clears throat> anti-fa, the purported anti fascist who whose behavior is indistinguishable from brown shirts, black shirts, uh, basiji, dignity battalions—all the the thugs that that leftist organizations uh, recruit to beat up the opposition. Uh, oh yeah, brown shirts—you got them too. Them too. Uh, or sexual harassers and predators who get a pass. I mean, this is a phenomenon. We we noted, we talked about it on the show last year, the uh, the phenomenon of of people on the left giving a pass to sexual harassers and predators because of the votes they took, up to and including uh, Nina Burley, basically saying, yeah, I mean, wh- who cares if Bill Clinton is a is a sexual predator? Heck, we should all line up to get predated upon. Uh, by Bill Clinton, as long as he keeps abortion safe and legal. Oh, yeah, Uh, Brad Carlson uh, notes uh, here as well uh, via text message. Uh, It's You can say all the right things, uh, but you can say something corrosively racist about uh, an African-American, provided you believe all the right things on your own time. Uh, And Brad points out Ryan uh, Winkler, who... We went to Harvard Law School along, uh, just like Sarah Zhang, uh, but apparently claims not to know that uh, Uncle Tom was a racist thing, incredibly, toxically, corrosively racist thing to say about an African-American, especially a a phenomenally accomplished African-American like Clarence Thomas. Uh, You can get away with that as long as you say, do and believe the other things. Although... uh, to be frank, it, it, it shows. I mean, Ryan Winkler hasn't entirely been forgiven by the body politic in Minnesota, but the DFL uh, doesn't seem to much care. He's, he's still viable in the DFL. And mark my words, he'll be in office again someday. And for those who saw the news about Sarah Zhang last week being hired by the New York Times and said, isn't this an example of Berg's seventh law? The notion that uh th- that when a liberal issues a or progressive, I should say, issues a group defamation or assault on uh conservatives' ethics, character, humanity, or respect for the liberty or the truth, or for others in general, they are at best projecting and at worst drawing attention away from their own misdeeds. And that's an apt point. It's a perfectly legitimate observation. But I think there's a better one, and it draws from a personality in AM 1280 history. Who am I talking about? Well, we'll come back to that in just a moment here. By the way, if you have got questions, comments, observations of your own that may not quite rise to the level of a Berg's Law, but are still perfectly valid, give me a call, 651-289-4488. The number to call, the Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot.
7: I'm Hill helping you understand the times.
0: Chicago played host to one of the country's largest pride parade. Organizers will tell you that parade lasts around three hours. Many attending here will tell you the memories last much longer.
7: A missionary in West Africa told me that under the last administration, they pushed their nation to accept gay marriage, and they sweetened this agenda with money for other projects. This kind of arrogance stands in the face of God, demanding that their sin be accepted. It will be this kind of arrogance that will bring God's judgment upon any nation. Just read the account of Sodom and Gomorrah in Genesis 19. God resists any kind of pride, whether it is in attitude or in lifestyle, and He always gives grace to the humble. Our prayer should be for the LGBTQ community to understand that pride is in opposition to God. For more information, visit our website, olivetreeviews.org, for our complete radio program, also heard each weekend on this station.
0: As Winston Churchill said, all the great things are simple and many can be expressed in a single word. Freedom, justice, honor, duty, mercy, and hope. Hi, this is Andrew Parker with the law firm of Parker Daniels Keyboard. Special guest this week with Andrew Parker will be nationally acclaimed author and columnist Selena Zito.
3: Zito is a political reporter for the New York Post, Washington Examiner, is a CNN political analyst, and recently co-authored the new top-selling book about the election of Donald J. Trump, The
0: Great Revolt. Hey folks, Dennis Prager here for Continental Diamond in St. Louis Park. I've been telling you for years that they have a beautiful family-run store with the largest selection of loose diamonds in the state. Now, Continental Diamond is the home for Breitling watches. The only independent jewelry store in the Twin Cities to offer these amazing Swiss timepieces. Favorites of pilots all over the world. Check out the amazing selection of Breitling chronographs at Continental Diamond in St. Louis Park and find them online at ContinentalDiamond.com. Call AIG Direct for a free, no-obligation quote. The call takes less than five minutes, and you could save up to 70%. Call now, 1-800-981-0472. That's 1-800-981-0472. 1-800-981-0472. AM 1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network.
1: 651-289-4488. Remember to call... Hey, don't forget, Americans for Prosperity Radio coming up at 4 o'clock today on AM 1280. Criminal justice and prison reform is the subject, to the adverse effects of current trade policy on farms. Also, Education Nation, 6 o'clock tonight on the 1280. Talking about kindergarten preschool prep. And finally, the Victory Hour with Andrew Parker. Tomorrow at 4, I'm going to be talking about politics, Israel, and the law. And Selena Zito, who need to uh, start getting into that guy's Rolodex. Anyway, I have talked up to a post, which was my goal. We'll go 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 651 289 four, four, eight, eight. By the way, this is from 1983, the Welsh Acoustic punk Band, The Alarm, who were just in town this past week. And I had a... Family crisis popped up that prevented me from uh, attending the show down at uh, the Dakota. Oh, man. Stupid family crises. Anyway, 651 289 4488, the number to call. Now, uh, before the break, I was talking about uh, trying to explain uh, the, the, the accession of Sarah Zhang. Uh, a quote, tech journalist, end quote, which is largely a contradiction in terms, uh, to the editorial board of the New York Times, one of the most, uh, ex, well, current, uh, heretofore, one of the most, uh, prestigious posts in American <clears throat> journalism. And, and, and really what it says about American journalism. And, and I mean, I, I, I went over the notion that perhaps it was parody, perhaps it was a, a spoofing, the self-importance and the 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 humorlessness and the obsession, the the infantile obsession with with identity that that identifies so much of the American left, and and while all that's true, it's not parody; it's very much legit. And and I talked about whether or not perhaps it's a symptom of Berg's seventh law in action. And yes, it is, it is, but it's it's much more than that. Now, those of you who go back a bit with AM twelve eighty remember a, a host that used to be on the broadcast, a fellow named. A Michael Savage. And he had a book, a huge bestseller, I don't know, 15 years ago, 10 years ago, 12 years ago, called Liberalism is a Mental Disorder. Now, go figure. Michael Savage was out there pushing people's buttons. He was. I don't think liberalism is necessarily a mental disorder in and of itself. I mean, I grew up liberal. Much of my family still is left of center. So my best friends are left of center. I'm not going to call them mentally ill. They believe things. That I find to be mistaken and can show are erroneous uh without breaking a sweat and with one tonsil tied behind my back, but there is a a part of this particular strain of modern uh progressivism let's call it progressivism in addition to being deeply authoritarian like Dennis Prager points out constantly and with devastating effect. There is something about this strain of modern uh, progressivism that is indistinguishable from one disorder, let's just say. And and I'm going to go to a piece by a woman named Shahida Arabi. that came out uh, two years ago, almost exactly two years ago. Uh, It's been a fascinating read that I've distributed to quite a number of friends of mine who've had to deal with some people with a a particularly insidious personality disorder uh, with other people in their life called narcissism. It's one of a number of personality disorders that are all closely related, and modern psychology is just figuring out what they are and really has no way to treat it. It's an article called 20 Diversion Tactics of Highly Manipulative Narcissists, Sociopaths, and Psychopaths used to silence you by Shahida Arabi. I'll post the link at Shot in the Dark, that info later on in the broadcast. It's billed as a deep dive into understanding the narcissistic sociopath, psychopath, and other antisocial personalities. And it starts out, toxic people such as malignant narcissists, psychopaths, and those with antisocial traits engage in maladaptive behaviors in relationships that ultimately exploit, demean, and hurt their intimate partners, family members, and friends. We're talking on a personal level here. They use a plethora of diversionary tactics that distort the reality of their victims and deflect responsibility. Those, Although those who are not narcissistic can employ these tactics as well, abusive narcissists use these to an excessive extent in an effort to escape accountability for their actions. Here are the 20 diversionary tactics toxic people use to silence and degrade you. Number one, gaslighting. It's a manipulative tactic can be described in different variations of three words. That didn't happen. You imagined it. Are you crazy? And we've seen this in the last year. People who, who, who say, I mean, let's leave out some of the, the, the simple ones. Like, There's no such thing as voter fraud in Minnesota. Uh, because the people who commit it say it didn't happen. Forget about that one. Think about all the progressives you've seen who who, who talked to how many how many we've heard from in the media, to say nothing of I would suspect some of your personal lives out there who heard about episodes like the uh, assaults on Trump supporters at the state capitol on March fourth, twenty seventeen. Saying, "Well, there was no attack. There was nothing. This didn't happen." Gaslighting is one of the most insidious, manipulative tactics. This is Shahida Arabi out there because it works to distort and erode your sense of reality. It eats away at your ability to trust yourself and inevitably disables you from feeling justified in calling out abuse and mistreatment. And, and just a honk or flash your lights out there if you have had someone who, not just a liberal, but an honest to Pete progressive, say... What describe what you know with your own lying eyes to have seen as having not happened. It's gaslighting and it is what narcissistic bullies do to control you. Number two, projection. One sure sign of toxicity is when a person is chronically unwilling to see his or her own shortcomings and uses everything in their power to avoid being held accountable for them. This is known as projection. By the way, It's also known as Berg's Seventh Law. I just read that. This is a textbook example of Berg's Seventh Law. I called this out 12 years ago on the pages of my blog. Projection, says Shahid Arabi, is a defense mechanism used to displace responsibility for one's negative behavior and traits by attributing them to someone else. For example... When you see the left saying, well, we're worried about an epidemic of right-wing violence that's sure to be right around the corner, even as, with very few exceptions, the vast majority of violence has been left on right, and it's even more lopsided when you look at the more serious examples of violence, being people who trend, if they have a tendency at all, towards the left, attacking people who trend towards, they see as trending towards the right. From the uh, assaults on on Republicans in Santa Cruz to the gauntlet in Minneapolis to the assault on the March for Trump, which the, the left will write off, which didn't happen. As they say, well, we're going to wait for much worse violence coming up from the right. Number three. Nonsensical conversations from hell. If you think you're going to have a thoughtful discussion with someone who's a toxic narcissist, be prepared for epic <clears throat> shenanigans rhetorically rather than conventional mindfulness. Malignant narcissists and sociopaths use well, something called word salad. Circular conversations, ad hominem arguments, projection and gaslighting to disorient you and get you off track. Exhibit number one. Vox.com's response to Andrew Sullivan's calling out Sarah Zhang. Uh, and Vox.com, by the way, is set up by uh, a number of twerpy, chirpy little uh, liberal... Oh, I'm at committing ad hominem. It's basically a liberal spin site attached to the Washington Post. And uh, what one of the headings is why Sarah Zhang's tweets weren't racist. The basic thrust of both Sullivan and French's argument, that's uh, M- Michael French of the National Review, is that if you subbed in any group other than white people for what Zhang wrote, then it would be obviously offensive. Cancel. All black people probably wouldn't fly at the New York Times, would it? Andrew Sullivan asks rhetorically. The only reason lefties aren't offended by this obvious race-based hatred, the argument goes, is that they see, uh, that, the, that would be the hashtag cancel white people that Sarah Zhang used, is that they see the world entirely through the lens of power. Since whites as a class have it, minorities by definition cannot harbor racist attitudes toward them. The problem here, though, says Vox, is assuming that Zhang's words were meant literally, that when Zhang wrote cancel white people, for example, she was literally calling for all for white genocide. Or when she said white men are <coughs> BS, she meant each and every white man is the human equivalent of <coughs> BS. This is expressly Sullivan's position. He calls her language eliminationist, a term most commonly used to describe Nazi rhetoric. To anyone who's even passingly familiar with the way social justice left talks, this is just clearly untrue. White people is a shorthand for these communities one that's used to capture the way many whites still act in a clueless and or racist place. it's typically i'm sorry my mouth can't even pronounce that word salad anymore <laughs> exhibit i've with the three of the 20 examples word salad things that 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 have no meaning to anyone, but people inside the club. Uh, let's carry on. Let's get through this as fast. As we can't blanket statements and generalizations. Oh yeah. White people are racists. There's no way around it. Uh, Number five, deliberately misrepresenting your thoughts and feelings to the point of absurdity. If you've ever had, and by the way, if you're a conservative who comes out of the proverbial closet anywhere near the Twin Cities metro, this has happened to you. Having your thoughts and feelings misrepresented to the point of absurdity or, quite frankly, slander. Uh, I mean, you say something that you know darn well what you meant and it gets turned back at you as something racist. As something sexist, uh, it's it's wait it's a way to bully and control you. Nitpicking, moving the goalposts. I'm just going to run down the list here: nitpicking and moving the goalposts, changing the subject to evade accountability. Oh, <laughs> try asking Erin Murphy what policies she actually uh, advocates for uh, for uh, beating the NRA. Uh, you'll never get an answer. She changes the subject to evade accountability. Covert and overt threats. Oh, yeah. People in black running around in masks. Uh, or other co, you get this from people on the left all the time. Covert threats. Things that they might do if you don't shut up and leave them alone. Name calling. Oh, well, racist uh, itself. Or, frankly, white people itself is becoming name calling. Destructive conditioning. Conditioning you to associate your strengths, talents, and and memories with abuse, frustration, and disrespect. I don't know something about labeling all two hundred years of American history as nothing but but corrosive racism. I'm only halfway through the list. I need another hour. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM twelve eighty. The Patriot. Go nowhere. We'll be right back.
9: please contact us at wnav-video.com. Hi, this is Matthew with the
4: Kingdom Builders. I don't have one thing in my life that I can boast about. Every single thing that is good is a direct result of Christ's salvation in my life. Matthew uh, is one that you might be talking to if you call our number. He's my son-in-law. We've established a great relationship over the past few years, and we pray that that might continue as he serves in the capacity of, of running the office. Well, when someone calls, usually I just try to see what their needs are, and whether it's estimating for gutters or a roof or a repair, the roof is leaking. My focus is just always on trying to honor God in how I interact with people. You know, I just try not to add anything or subtract anything from what the Lord would have us do. I'm really excited to be fielding your calls today and talking to you about the needs you might have on your roof or gutters for a free and obviously no obligation estimate contact us by phone at 612-900-9166 or look us up online at thekingdombuilders.net am
1: 1280 the patriot 651-289-4488 the number to call going through the, tw- uh, the, the 20 symptoms or the tactics that malignant narcissists use to control you and compare you to what we see from, well, Sarah, the, the, the campaign related to Sarah Jean. In particular, but really big left in its – uh, big progressivism in its entirety. I'm going to go through the list real quick before we go to the phones real quick. Number 11, smear campaigns and stalking. That's more personal, although honestly, I mean any conservative who is a threat to any liberal becomes – by the way, that's another Berg's law right there, Berg's 8th law. Uh, you're only uh, – you, you, liberals will respect any conservative who isn't a threat to him suddenly they will they'll turn on look at look at the way they treated john mccain once he got the nomination smear campaigns and stalking oh there's a couple liberals out there who are lucky that uh, filing defamation suits is so expensive um you know who i'm talking to you're listening i know you've been obsessed with me for 10 years a couple of you out there actually uh uh, there's a few other tactics here uh the preemptive defense triangulation uh bait and feign innocence in other words uh basically take your shot and say hi ah, i never intended anything by it uh boundary testing uh, aggressive jabs decide disguised as jokes hello all late night television uh condescending sarcasm and patronizing tone oh nobody's coming for your guns (laughs) shaming uh you should oh i love that's one social media oh you should be ashamed of yourself uh, for believing what you do because it's different, what I believe in, or my favorite lately, hey, you believe that other thing? Well, you be you. And finally, control. Toxic abusers love to maintain control in whatever they can. Hello, governments of Minneapolis and Saint Paul. Uh, liberalism may or may not be uh, a mental disorder, but progressivism, as we've just shown, in in the character of not just Shara Zhang and her various uh, bobble-headed defenders, but really the way it behaves towards the opposition at all levels is indistinguishable from malignant narcissism. <laughs> and, uh, I, 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 hope, I I could do another whole hour on this, honestly. I wish i had had an entire hour to talk about this. Maybe Who knows? Maybe we will. 651-289-4488, the number to call. Let's go to the phones in St. Louis Park. Mark. Welcome to the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Mitch I had a great show. Um, I did a little experiment this week. I go to St. Louis Park, Panares, the guy that reads the New York Times every day. So I walk up to him and I said, "You know, what a, I, 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 did you hear about what happened in the St. Paul paper? They hired this person." Then I substituted black for white on all the quotes that the Sarah Jong used,
9: Ooh. and his, respo- his
0: response was what a bunch of conservative morons. Now you know why they're failing. So I <laughs> go, right. I, I, go I, I, I go, Just joking. I go, this was a hiring of, of the New York times. And she was talking about white people. Yeah. And he sat there for a minute with his mouth open. And he, said, and he, and he said, he said, uh, well, they probably just picked out a few of them. And then how old were they? Yeah, that's right. You can't get through with these people, Mitch. You can't get through to
1: them. Oh, you can't. And in fact, and, and in fact, it's a brilliant point. And by the way, it ties nicely to that piece from Vox uh, because they, ha- unlike unlike your friend at the uh, at the at the Panera, uh, they have a response already canned and ready for this. That's uh, and, and I quote: "What makes these quasi-satirical generalizations about white people different from actual racism is, yes, the underlying power structure in American society. There's no sense of threat of." A- Associated with Zhang making a joke about how white people have dog-like opinions. But when white people have said the same thing about minorities, it has historically been a pretext for violence or justification for exclusionary policies. Yeah, uh, America has, has a history. Tying everything to that history is uh, everything every white person does uh, is, is, is racism. And I'll tell you why. By the way. If you, because of the color of my skin, you're going to try to tie me to something that uh, people who were defeated on the battlefield years before the va- three quarters of my relatives or my ancestors were even in this country, uh, you're going to tie me to that because of the color of my skin. Then I'm going to say, you know what? No, tie me to this because of the color of my skin. As we talked about with Lars Walker last week, I'm a direct descendant of a culture that abolished slavery a thousand years before the rest of society, a society that had uh, that, that recognized individual merit uh, above divine right, uh, nearly uh, 800 years before the United States codified it in its Constitution. You see, if you're going, and, and by the way. Whatever culture you come from that is not northern European, you lagged hundreds of years behind me. South Korea, like Sarah Jean, oh yeah. Your people practiced slavery much, much, much more recently than mine did. Guarantee it. Uh, main Europe in general, any place. Uh, your society is less enlightened than the one from which my ancestry springs. So if if it's fair to tie me to people who, by the way, had nothing to do with any point in my ancestry as a person, then you better go in for the whole shebang here. But, of course, that makes no sense, and either does the entire paragraph I just read, which falls under the category of word salad, one of the uh, tactics that toxically abusive people use to control you. I'm going to post a link to that at shotinthedark.info because not only is it uh, essential for understanding any toxic, malignant, narcissist, sociopaths, people with deep personality disorders in your life, uh, but it's pretty essential for understanding the way modern progressivism actually relates to people and to people who oppose it 651-289-4488 is the number to call make sure you uh, make sure you uh, give us a call here next hour I'm expecting some stuff to, to happen here so stick around for that anyway it goes on from there and and by the way i just went through the the, the thin film of the examples uh, that, uh, that, that the big lefty media posted out there to, uh, in the past week, to support Sarah Jean. I mean, what, Vox was the worst, but then you can say that pretty much about everything Vox writes about. Vox.com is the mirror image of exactly as dumb as liberals thinks white, <laughs> Fox News is. Vox is the real thing. It's on and out of pick. Why wouldn't it be? Uh, The one in the Washington Post, just as bad. We may talk about that later. 651-289-4488. The Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot.
2: Most Minnesotans are dissatisfied with their income and retirement savings and are looking for help. Earn a second income without a second boss. Learn to make money trading at Online Trading Academy, the world's leader in trader education. Use this income now and through retirement. Register today for a free investing class by dialing pound 250 on your cell phone and use the keyword OTA. Again, pound 250, keyword OTA.
8: the digital magazine that reveals promotional product success stories absolutely free to everyone who texts wow 11 to eight eight nine eight eight at four imprint. We make your logo look perfect on thousands of promotional items with our 100% guarantee. It'll be right the first time on time. Every time your free e-magazine will reveal invaluable insights that can attract new customers build your brand and grow your business get the latest issue of Amplify absolutely free by texting WOW11 to 88988 that's WOW11 to 88988
2: Hi it's John Wichko owner of Advantage Auto Glass Advantage is having a great year and I'd like to thank everyone who's taken advantage of our service and if you chose to wait for drier roads and warmer weather they're here now is the time to get that cracked windshield taken care of you've been staring at it day after day why wait any longer Call Advantage Auto Glass today at 952-423-6396 and we'll replace your windshield with only the highest quality parts and adhesives. Advantage will come to your home or work, anywhere in the metro, we're a local, family-owned company, and a preferred shop for all major insurance companies. That means you'll get personalized service and we do all the billing all backed by a lifetime warranty. All you do is call Advantage first and we'll take care of everything. So call us today at 952 423-6396, or visit us on the web at ReplaceMyWindshield.com. That's ReplaceMyWindshield.com. For tips,
0: mix, cracks, call AM 1280, The Patriot is WWTC, Minneapolis, St. Paul. FM 107.5, K298CO, Minneapolis, fueled by Lucky.